If you miss any highlights from Beck, Travis and Sexton, or Hannity, hear them Sunday afternoons and evenings, starting at 1 on 930 WFMD. News Express on Free Talk 930 WFMD. The morning mayor, Bob Miller, Chris Michaels producing, and in the house is the uh, sheriff of Frederick County, Sheriff Chuck Jenkins. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Robert. I, I'm going to start, start off with the nice stuff. I'm going to I'm going to reel you in nice and easy. You're okay, like a okay. you're like a, a big blue tuna. We're going to. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, did you get up to the uh, Rocky Ridge Carnival yet? I've been up there two nights. I'll probably go again tonight. Have, uh, now, see, I got this vision of the sheriff riding down the big slide. No, I don't do the slide anymore. Not <laughs> okay. at all. Do you remember when the kid got hurt on that? I uh, do. Yeah, that Bought was that a big piece of wood that uh, came off and uh, yeah. almost like a large splinter. Yeah, so uh, my uh, the uh, my my brother-in-law and uh, my wife's uncles and stuff like that, the Country Ramblers were playing up there the other night. I listened to them; they were great, and the food is outstanding. Yeah, that's always that's a good thing. So we had Sean Nicholson in the uh, studio just a couple minutes ago in front of uh, in front of you, and they're doing the the memorial on August 31st. And as the sheriff's department, and you being the leader of the sheriff's department, I mean, you guys are on the front line of this drug epidemic. Um, you know. Uh, I asked him, and I'll ask you, are we winning the battle, or are we just keeping pace, or are we falling behind? I can't say we're winning. We're continuing to fight. We're fighting harder. Uh, we're sustaining, I guess. But uh, I only see the pro- I don't see the problem uh, of subsiding anytime soon. We're just do, putting more I, and more effort into it. Is it just a, uh, do we not have enough resources, or is it just an overwhelming um, epidemic? That's the right word, Bob. Overwhelming. Uh, we put all the resources that we can. Uh, our deputies are very proactive as far as interdiction on the street. Our drug investigations, we just can't, we can't fight the massive wave of drugs coming into this country, into this region. I was watching. There's a, a, I don't know, to catch a to catch a smuggler on TV, Nat Geo or something like that. And the the way that people will smuggle and the in the unique ways that people find to smuggle drugs into any country is it's amazing and it's it's horrible that they're doing it. But they wouldn't do it if there wasn't an, if there wasn't a desire for it. We are the market. Uh, they're very ingenious about how they smuggle, how they traffic. Uh, there are compartments uh, in, in, in motor vehicles anymore, very complicated. But again, as, as much as we try to fight the battle, they become more ingenious in how to get it on the street. And uh, it's just a fight. We'll, we'll continue to fight. I do want to talk about Sean Nicholson. That young man is amazing what he's done with the Phoenix Foundation. Uh, individually, you know, I'm very supportive of Sean and the organization. So is the agency. We do everything that we can do to help them. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I mean, he's had his own struggles and um, and has turned it around and helping other people. And I mean, those. So when you come up to somebody and like, you know, like say, uh, and we'll just use Chris for an example that he was a drug addict or whatever, and, and he, you know, me telling him to stop, me telling him this is what he needs to do, doesn't hold as much weight as somebody who has walked the walk, right. and now he can talk the talk. Right. Absolutely right. I mean, Sean will lay it out for you what he went through in his life, his addiction problem. Problems, his recovery, and, and he'll tell you he's uh, you know addiction is a lifelong thing. 
Yeah, it's never, never ending, never stopping. And I was against the uh, sheriff's department. I have to admit, and I, you know, I am wrong every now and then. I'm always wrong when it comes to my wife, but every now and then I'm wrong on the radio. And I was against the the sheriff's department uh, allowing the deputies to, to use the Narcan because I was worried that it could cause a problem for the department in lawsuits or something. Like if you gave it and they still die, they blame you for it. Um, but Narcan has become a vital tool in the arsenal fighting this drug epidemic for the deputies. Absolutely. We started carrying Narcan in 2013, latter part of 2013. And since then, I think just the deputies, not EMS, not not other agencies, just the Frederick County Sheriff's Office, I, I believe, have over 300 saves. That's over 300 lives saved by the use of Narcan. Um, and while we're talking about overdoses, I will tell you that overdoses are starting to trend downward, both fatal and non-fatal. So it doesn't mean we're winning the war. It means that uh, it means that the overdoses right now are down. Um, hopefully, they continue to trend that way. So, yeah, that would be that would be really nice. And uh, and I don't know, um, and I don't. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We'll get into this, sure. and we're going to talk about some other things. SRO, school's getting ready to start, and some other things that are going on in the Sheriff's Department and with the Sheriff. We'll talk about that coming up on the Morning News Express at Free Talk 930 WFMD. 930 WFMD is loud and clear wherever you are, from sunset to sunrise, on the WFMD app. A service of Frederick Air. Download it now at WFMD.com. Let's get right back into it. The Sheriff of Freddie County, Sheriff Chuck Jenkins, in the uh, house this morning. And, uh, Sheriff, during the news with Diana Gibson, she was talking about the, the fact that the uh, the city put up some EV charging stations. Do you think, because I know that there's been talks of of uh, having county vehicles become a electric vehicle, do you ever foresee electric vehicles in the Sheriff's Department? Well, I will fight it as long as I have a choice. The problem is I think industry is going more and more that way. I think it's a wrong move. I think it's a terrible, terrible decision for this country to go in that direction. But as long as I can fight it, I will not have electric vehicles as long as gas engines, combustion engines are available. Yeah, you know, I, I just I don't know how many miles um, uh, a deputy drives in a, in a day or a night. Yeah, depending on their patrol area and what their assignment is, uh, they could put anywhere 30 to 40,000 miles on a car every year. Yeah, so, so I mean, so you know, I, I mean, you know, hey, we, we've got an emergency. I'm sorry, I'm, you know, I'm charging right I'm at charging, the moment. I, yeah, I'm charging my battery right now. Or yeah, it's just just bad. It's uh, listen, you know where I stand on that. As long as I have a choice, it'll be a gas engine, and I, right. I will fight the county on. Sometimes informative, and sometimes entertaining. Free Talk 9:30 WFMD. Morning News Express on WFMD 841. Rise and shine up and Adam, the sheriff of Freddie County, in the uh, studios this morning, along with uh, your truly, the morning mayor, and Chris Michaels, producing the show this morning. And Sheriff School is uh, getting ready to start here in a couple of days, and the uh, Frederick County Sheriff's Department is a, a big part of that with um, all the SROs that will be uh, involved. Yes, Bob. August 20. Third. Third. School starts, yeah, and we are the lion's share of the SRO program in the county. Uh, we managed uh, to staff every high school in Frederick County with an SRO resource officer who is responsible for that high school and the feeder schools. And uh, they'll be actually uh, in their schools on the 21st, 
ready to start on the 23rd, and things are looking really good for us. Is this something that is, um, when you join the department, is this something that is uh, requested, or, I mean, how do you become an SRO, and how long are you an SRO for? Well, we take very, uh, very careful uh, uh as far as decision-making is who, is who uh, we choose as SROs, number one, they have to have an interest. So it, they have to be a fully trained, fully sworn, equipped deputy sheriff. Uh, most of them have been on the agency for a number of years. They have to have an interest in it. They really have to want to do that particular job. Over the years, we had some, we have had some of the best patrol deputies. We've had SWAT team members. We've had some of the best criminal investigators, narcotics investigators that at some point in time in their career wanted to go into the schools. And they want that for the right reasons. That's that's the job they want. They want to provide a, a layer of protection for the students. They want to work with young people. They want to mentor and coach young people. And it's really worked out well. And I even go to the trouble of, of making sure an SRO uh, can build that great relationship with the principal so that becomes the principal's left arm, you might say. Well, so are we, uh, do we as an agency or do you as an agency, when you consider these people, are we looking for somebody who, um, uh, older or nope, middle aged, younger? Does it matter? It doesn't really matter. It all, okay. all depends on, on do they really want to do this job and, and the reasons why they want to do it. They know what our expectations are. They know what the role is and they have to be willing to step into that. Uh, there's a two week, uh, what we call, uh, it's NASRO, National Associations of School Resource Officer, a separate block of, of training, specialized training for that. They had to be willing to take the training. And it, it, what you find out is, is the people who really want to do that and serve in that role, most of them are, are well suited for it. They have the right demeanor, the personality, and more than anything, they want to get along, want to be an example for young people. I hate to say this, but in today's world, um, are we... Um equitable so to speak i mean are we are we diverse enough i mean are we do, do we look at that at all or is it just uh, it, i want to i want to invest in young people's lives it's, it's not necessary we don't look at it but we are we diverse enough i mean are we do, do we look at that at all or is it just uh, it, i want to i want to invest in young people's lives it's, it's not necessary we don't look at it but we do have a very diverse sro team i'll say that it just happens to work out that way we don't necessarily uh uh look for a particular makeup, but it works for us. I mean, we do have a very diverse SRO uh, group. Okay. All right. Um, I, we're oh, let, me, let me mention one other thing. So, okay. so uh, this year we're taking them back Brunswick High School. Uh, for the past three years, Brunswick Police Department had staffed Brunswick High. Uh, that was something that uh, Chief Milton Fretch and I worked out before he passed away. Uh, and this year, if they've decided, uh, due to manpower issues, that they, they can no longer man Brunswick High. So we'll be taking that back over. Well, that's, um, I, you know, it's in, they're, they're in good hands, um, with the sheriff. Okay. We've got to take a break and we'll have, uh, one more segment with the sheriff coming up on the uh, Morning News Express 845 at WFMD. Express on WFMD. Wrapping up our conversation with the uh, Sheriff of Frederick County, Frederick uh, Sheriff Chuck Jenkins, 852 on the uh, Morning News Express. And obviously, uh, Sheriff, you are going through, you know, one of the trials of your life and uh, tribulations, I should say, and being and I, I feel being attacked. Um, I know you cannot talk about specifics of your case, and I'm not going to ask you specifics of your case. Mm -hmm. But in generality, is it? 
moving along? I think I've asked you this before. Is it moving along as fast as you want it not, to? Not at all. And, and Bob, you're right. This is my cancer. This is my disease. This, this is, it is, I'm fighting for my life. And uh, it's not moving fast, which is frustrating. It's awfully, awfully expensive. Um, you know, I, I, at some point in time, and as much as I want to stand up on this microphone and tell the world what this is all about, I can't do it. My, my attorneys forbid me to do it, but it's not moving near as fast as I would, I wanted to. It shouldn't even be happening at all. I'll just. Okay. Am I allowed to ask, are you, as a county employee, are, are, are you provided any kind of stipend for your, your legal fees? No, I'm, I'm not a county employee. I'm an elected, uh, oh, I'm okay. elected, right. a state elected official, a uh, constitutionally elected official in the state of Maryland. Uh, I'm not being provided any assistance whatsoever with legal costs. Uh, and that's the way it is. It, it is. This is devastating me financially, probably taking every dollar I will ever have saved uh, in my life. So, um, again, I'm, I'm a bitter man. I'm a bitter man because this is not justified. Um, has there been anybody trying to start a GoFundMe page for you? Well, I, I can't do that. The law doesn't okay. allow me. Ethics okay. laws in the state of Maryland don't allow that. So, so the and, other thing, and, this, and let me say that this is what, and, and I'm going to make my case to the Maryland ethics uh, commission here shortly is that you've got, You've got a sitting U.S. senator can have a legal fund. You've got a sitting U.S. congressman has a legal fund. You've got President Trump, which, which is using campaign money. You have Marilyn Mosby, who who was uh, indicted and uh, criminally here two years ago. She could use her campaign money, and I'm told no. Now, I'm, I'm like the guy that's out on, on the edge of the diving board, you know? Right. Um, the other thing that, uh, and I don't think that this pertains to your legal issues, and that is your service uh, weapons, and you have requested those back, and they have not given them to you. As a, an elected official, as a sheriff, you have your uh, dedicated service weapons. Are you? Is that all you're allowed to carry? I cannot catch. I cannot carry or touch any firearm. I cannot touch a firearm. So so I am the Andy Griffith of Frederick County, and the world knows it, and that's what's really unfair. Every time the, 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 the fish raft FNP puts in there that the sheriff's not carrying a gun, I become more of a target. Well, they did the say world, that the they would provide you. They would provide you protection, like you give uh, the county executive Jessica Fitzwater. But you're a grown, really, Bob. I'm you're a grown, a grown man. man. I'm a grown man. Am I really going to have a, a protective detail or a deputy sitting at the end of the driveway? Really? Come on. I, well, I know you. That's why I'm saying. That's why I was wondering if they, if what you're going through has taken away your constitutional Second Amendment rights. Uh, I, I believe it has, but that is supposedly a condition of probation uh, before federal in federal court. So, listen, I'm abiding by it. I'm walking the line. I'm obeying the rules of the road, and I'm not going to violate anything. But, but again, I think it's totally unfair because not only am I a tar I've been a target for years. You know that. Oh yeah. I, I've had threats. I've had death threats, threats from MS-13. I've been green lighted over the years. Uh, so yeah, it's and the world knows it.